The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WHIO and Cox Media Group. This hour is sponsored by There is a Season. America's top talk shows with breaking news, traffic, and weather. WHIO. WHIO. There is a season. Welcome to There is a Season, the Bob and Gloria Show. This is the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf. Gloria's off today. She'll be back right quick next week. And thanks to you who stream us from around the country and around the globe online at whio.com or catch us through your favorite streaming and podcast apps. We're everywhere but sometimes listed only by our show name and not always by our topic. So if you would like to hear a particular show or learn about a particular topic we've discussed in the past, write to us at Bob and Gloria at there is a season show.com. That's Bob and Gloria at there is a season show.com. You can also visit our website to hear past shows in one way or another. We can get you plugged in to what we do here on the program each week. Okay. So right off the bat, I want to tell you that this is not going to be one of those shows that expressly gets into caregiving for your loved ones or some aspect of your health and wellness. I'm not going to discuss how to improve your personal finances or navigate insurance or getting your essential legal docs in order. I'm not going to talk about purpose and meaning and relationships and lifestyle transitions and all that other great stuff that Gloria and I talk about on There is a Season throughout the year. Just not going to do it. None of it. Not today. What I am going to talk about, or better yet, ask you to talk about, is which of the dumpster fires going on in our nation is the worst. Take your pick. War? Unchecked immigration? Fentanyl, maybe. Inflation? Supply chain issues? Product shortages? COVID hypocrisy? COVID face-saving on the so-called settled science of the last two years. Oh, wait a minute. I can't say face-saving because none of us even saw each other's faces since I don't know when. We can talk about ridiculous mandates and the threat to our livelihoods. We can talk about the unequal application of the law where election protesters and truckers bring out the big boys with guns while summertime wokesters burn down cities and are allowed to play. We can talk about the balkanization of our country into many, many, many identities, genders, skin colors, sexual preferences, and the like. Then we can each talk about our guilt for not being one of the other identities, for not understanding one of the other identities. We can indeed talk about Russia and the current Ukraine conflict. We can talk about Afghanistan, China, rampant crime, defunding the police, the Green New Deal, the skyrocketing price of oil and gas, the price of gas at the pump. Hey, maybe CRT, critical race theory, is your thing. Or how DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, has suffocated our universities and emasculated our military. If none of those work for you, we could try parents' rights, addiction, suicide, 
or the dynamic duo now leading us in Washington. I call him Basement Biden and the Lightweight. I have other nicknames for the Lightweight, but we'll come to that later on. This is your day, recognizing that you are perhaps like millions of Americans who tune into national radio shows and understand the difficulty there is in making a call to one of those shows. I offer you our humble bank of phone lines today to share with me and other listeners your favorite dumpster fire. I am being wry, of course. But what I'm wondering is which thing in this fine, fine menu of national events and trends and situations bothers you the most right now or perhaps scares you the most? And I'll tell you what. I'll work with Joe, our producer here, and I'll leave a special line open for any of the 81 million people, dead or alive, who voted for this presidential vaudeville show as the best duo to lead us now. 457-1290 is the number to reach me. 937-457-1290. As one of my old teachers used to counsel us, please be pithy and succinct in your statements. That way more people can get a turn to vent if you choose to wish or you wish to vent. 937-457-1290 from anywhere in God's green earth. What is the thing that bothers you most right now in America from what is unfolding? What would you like to see done about it? 457-1290. Now then, on the chance that nobody calls, not even Gloria, who might hear the desperation and loneliness in my voice, assuming she's even listening, On the chance that Putin himself is now snipping the wires to this microphone or the telephone lines into the building. On the chance you really want to let it rip about what's going on in this country but aren't talented enough to use the old handkerchief over the phone trick to disguise your voice. Does anybody really use handkerchiefs anymore? Actually, I do know some people who do. Kind of a gross thing, but never mind. It's it's, It's an acquired taste. Anyway, uh, for all of those people, I've prepared special bonus information for you today. This, is a, this show's a twofer. You can either tell me what gripes you, but in the meantime, I'll talk about some other stuff too. I'm going to tell you about something you may have heard of, but not really understood, or maybe this is something brand new to you. But I promise no matter where I am on this other topic, I'll stop to take your call about what you see as our country's greatest dumpster fire today. It's like we're having a special on them, right? So many to pick from. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. So you could relate to the following topic, uh, you know, to many of the national, societal, cultural, and political items I've outlined already. The challenge for us is often having the time and patience and concentration amidst our busy lives to see things in a holistic manner to follow history and connect the dots as they're making their imprint. So much is coming at us all the time that we often don't see the patterns and trends, forces and actors who are changing our world. Until it's too late. If you're like me at all, you probably spend a fair amount of time hearing or watching the news and saying, what the, what now? And shaking your head in disbelief. This may seem to borrow a nice scientific word, like entropy, a tendency toward disorder and chaos and even death. Like random phenomena we don't see coming, all these crises I reviewed earlier. On the other hand, maybe many of them actually fit into a plan. 
or somehow ensnared in a plan we cannot see, but which is unfolding right before our eyes. To help us get a better handle on some of this, I'd like to share an article by Michael Rechtenwald. I came across this in the newsletter in Primus, which is published by Hillsdale College. If you'd like to know how to get your name on the list, it is a free newsletter. comes out every month called in Primus. They have over 6 million readers, which uh, is way more than a lot of national better-known publications. And I can tell you how to get hold of that. Uh, but this came out recently. Uh, a lot of great stuff in this newsletter. And Michael Rechtenwald asks the question, what is the Great Reset? What is the Great Reset? So we're going to get to that here in just a moment. But why don't we take one of these said callers to uh, weigh in on the dumpster fire of choice. First caller is Phil from Xenia. Welcome to the program, Phil. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you today? Oh, I'm okay, and you can tell I'm a little fired up. <laughs> so am I. So uh, what is your pithy and succinct comments here about the, uh, the, the, the number one uh, dumpster fire going on in this country? As a former prosecutor, I think if there were prosecutors in the five states that there were questionable election results, that if they offered immunity for anybody that contributed uh, to anything nefarious in the election for 60 days, you would probably have some people come forward and indicate what they had done and who had set them up to do it. Mm -hmm. And kind of get past the log jam that we have right now for information. Okay, so the yeah the immunity might uh, might serve to get people to kind of come out of the shadows. But one of the things that I'll probably touch on when I share this article is that a lot of this, as it unfolded, in some ways seems to me that it was long planned, long planned, well before they even talked about absentee ballots and all this other kind of stuff, right down to the fact of who was on these election boards, which judges were likely to be, uh, you know, trying cases or hearing cases as they came up. And it's going to sound a little conspiratorial, but it just seems like, this is my personal feeling, ever since uh, Bush beat Gore in 2000, that people on the, on the right have been a step behind, always oh, reacting absolutely. to something that the left is doing. And what's your sense of that? Do you think that um, a lot of this was in place, you know, anticipating a big move like what happened in the last election? I think the COVID virus gave rise to a lot of this stuff because they were passing voter right information things that they didn't have the rights to do because generally it's the assembly or general assembly in the state that passes it. Like in um, Georgia, for instance, the Secretary of State allowed modifications to how you vote and drop boxes and everything else that was completely unauthorized by law. Mm -hmm. So some of it may have been preordained, as you indicate, but I think some of it, they just jumped on the bandwagon of COVID and just followed it through. And they're trying to do the same thing now. That's why they wouldn't let the mask mandates and everything go, because they were still hoping to have that COVID issue drop boxes in the 2022 election. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so um, election fraud and the idea of immunity for people to come forward. I like it. It's a, it's a good suggestion here, and it shows me what uh, you and many other people have been concerned about. So I appreciate that call today, Phil. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Let's go to Karen and Troy. Karen, are you there? Welcome to the program. Hey. I sure am here. Great to hear your voice. What's going on? What's your number one concern right now? My number one concern is immigration. And we'll tell you that my grandparents were immigrants that came to this country from Italy. They did it the right way. They did not just have an open door to come into the country and um, get a lot of free things that we're offering immigrants right now that, well, basically these migrants that are coming across the southern border. And I feel that that's really going to be a big stress on our infrastructure here in the United States. And like I said, I welcome people coming in as long as the right way, but I feel that This is unchecked. It's unsafe. I think that we are giving people too much um, when they come to this country, and it's just really going to be a big problem. All right, let me put you on the spot here, and we've got to go to break here in just a minute, so I need this in about 30 seconds. Do you think it's altruistically driven? A lot of people, I think, feel that we have, as the wealthiest nation in the world, some obligation to constantly have open doors and let people come across any way they want? Or do you think it's being designed to purposely sway future elections? I think it's being designed to sway purposely the the future elections. I mean, that's what I believe. Okay. All right. Well, we got you on record for it now, Karen, so I appreciate that. (laughs) Hey, I'm going to go to break, but thank you very much for the call and, and continue to listen. we got more coming your way, all right? Okay, thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. We've got uh, Vincent on the line, and uh, we'll come back to him in just a moment. I've got more on the Great Reset also I'm going to talk about, but I am interested in your calls today, 457-1290, to weigh in on what you think our greatest national crisis is right now. The administration has been in office just 13 months and given us quite a selection of things to worry about. What bothers you the most? What scares you the most about our future? 937-457-1290 to join me when we continue. You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob Wolf. Gloria's off today. We're talking today about a number of topics, the Great Reset being one of them. But we're also talking about what your favorite, and I mean that somewhat sarcastically, what your favorite dumpster fire is in terms of what's going on. So... We've got a, a short uh, segment here before the next break. Let's talk with Vincent. Vincent, fire away. What's uh, what's your number one concern right now? Why the heck are we fighting wars for other countries when we're having a war in our own country? Okay. I understand. Let me ask you one question here. Uh, the cynic, again, working with me or, or in my mind. 
Okay. A lot of people could say that this was because of poor energy policy. They could talk about it being the ambitions of, an, of another tyrant and a dictator. I've also kind of wondered in the back of my mind, was there a heightened need to have a foreign policy disaster, much like when Bill Clinton had to distract from the intern scandal and then suddenly saw the light to drop bombs on Bosnia? Do you see a parallel? Uh, yeah, well, that's a joke. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> No, I, I get what you're saying. It's like, uh, just, uh, yeah, well, this hand is over here and this hand is over here. Magic trick. Yeah, yeah. Pay no attention to the uh, to what's going on here in the in the meantime. So, um, yes, it's a big it's a big question. A lot of people wondered that uh, the the neocons seem to be uh, in charge in Washington for a long time. An awful lot of people in the as they say, military industrial complex realized that war is good. War means a lot of yes. money. Gosh, I, I, I wasn't going to bring up Lockheed Martin, but or uh, Lockhart, but I mean, you just brought it up. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of reasons I think motivating why we're doing this as a distraction, um, and probably really don't need to be doing it. And we've also kind of brought it on ourselves, I think, with the whole NATO thing and putting missiles on their doorstep, much like what happened yeah. in Cuba. In the uh, in '62, I, I was getting at a just bring our billions of dollars of military equipment right to the borders. Yeah, and be like, yeah, you're gonna have a problem getting in here. Yeah. Hey, Vincent, gotta go. We got news coming up here. I appreciate you uh, your weighing in, and uh, and thanks for listening. We got more coming your way. Coming up after right. the news, we'll talk more about the Great Reset. Is it real? Apparently it is. Also, what is your favorite national dumpster fire? We got a hotline open for you, 457-1290 when we return. You're listening to There is a Season on AM1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to There is a Season, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf. Gloria's off today. She'll be back. Bring her normal combination of sweet and savory to the program. Today we are talking about the Great Reset, among other things, and I, and I will share some of that with you. We've also been asking people the burning question, no pun intended, actually. Actually, the pun was intended. We're asking, what's your favorite National Dumpster Fire? The National Dumpster Fire hotline is open at 937-457-1290. Feel free to call and tell me what concerns you most right now about the, uh, uh, what do we want to call it, the blank show that's uh, unfolding uh, in Washington on a daily basis. What is the number one thing uh, that's got you? And, And really, when you think about this, if you go back and you look at like the Gallup polls, for every presidential election, there's always the top things, the economy or inflation or immigration or any number of things. COVID certainly upset that whole list and impacted almost every item on the list. But there have been truly special things uh, introduced to us in the last 13 months since this administration took charge. And uh, want to know what your thoughts are on a lot of that. 457-1290. I am going to talk, as I said here, about the, the Great Reset, but I do want to get one call in because Ralph has been waiting for a while. This is Ralph from Urbana. Good morning, sir, and thanks uh, thanks for hanging on. What's your what's your number one? 
number one concern? Yeah, well, yeah so thank you for having me on. Uh, my number one concern is that we have a fiat president in office. He was illegally elected by changing, illegally changing laws in various states without the constitutional approvement of those states and therefore without constitutional approvement of the United States of America. He is a fiat president. He is the greatest threat to our freedoms and liberties in this country. Now, when we talk about the Great Reset, the first thing this guy did was strike down the XL pipeline. In yeah. the Great Reset, it talks about collapsing our oil and gas market, our energy sector. That was the first blow. And yeah. he will continue to attack our oil and gas infrastructure to where we will pay. We, what, we're, what we're paying now is almost twice what it was when President Trump was president, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. It's Ralph, let me ask you a question. Let me ask yes. you a question, uh, and, and and don't steal my thunder too much in the Great Reset, or I'm going to have you change spots with me. You'll have to sit here and talk to the microphone. Um, <laughs> the uh, Do you think the executive order should be gotten rid of? Do you think the, that the presidential executive order is something that we should get rid of? No. The, the problem is, is that these progressives, has dissolved the checks and balances that we have in our government. That is the problem. They've gone to the Supreme Court, and they put fear in the Supreme Court. You don't do what I want. You're going to be replaced. We're going to stack the court with progressives, which is what he's going to after now. Yeah, He's going to stack this court. If it wasn't for the ruling on this COVID, the recent ruling on this COVID thing, we would be locked down even further than we had ever been. Yeah, the reason I ask about the the executive order is that, and you touched on it here, the way things come about now, there, there is very little in terms of legislation. This happened all during COVID when we had the lockdowns. The governors had these incredible powers and used their national or their state departments of health to uh, to wrap us up and suppress us in many ways. But we don't have a lot of legislators coming up with the rules and regs. We don't have legislators involved in all kinds of things. It seems to me anyway that a lot of the decisions uh, are postponed or controlled by the leadership in each house. And we end up having uh, our Congress people vote on omnibus spending bills. But where are they in the trenches in a lot of these issues? I'm not saying they're not uh, out there fighting, but we do have this outsized authority from the executive and administrative parts of our government. And what often happens is a president writes an executive order, people fight over it, and then it ends up in the Supreme Court. And that's not really the way it was supposed to happen. It's, it's supposed to go through a much more deliberative process. And maybe I'm naive in thinking that. Um, but I think that's a lot of why we are where we are. Um, the, the excesses that are, are occurring, as you say, by fiat. i got to move on here, but thank you for the call. I appreciate you, you weighing in today on the program, Ralph. Thank you. Thank Take you care, sir. Me. George from, um, let's do this right, pushing the buttons right. George, can you hear me? Yes, sir. I hey, thanks for, thanks for waiting. What is your number one concern right now going on in the country? Well, uh, I think it's pretty, it's, I think it's very obvious when you, when you give it a little bit of thought, but, but next year will be uh, 50 years that we've had legalized uh, abortion in our country. And, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm 67 and my, and, Coincidentally, my uh, my child's uh, first child died uh, within a month after that was uh, legalized in 1973. 
Uh, and so it's been on my mind for a very long time. And 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 by the way, I, I did not fight it. Uh, I did not fight it when my girlfriend said, I'm going to go do this. You know, I was thinking, great, no child support. You know, I was a young man then. And uh, But anyway, I've seen the damage, uh, watched it over the years, and certainly have regretted it uh, most of those years. Uh, and um, I would have traded places with that baby um, anytime. And so I, I've, I think if you don't have respect for life, man, the rest of it just doesn't matter. And, and 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 one other thing I want to say off on a totally different, totally uh, different uh, topic, and that is, the Book of Revelation speaks about the end of the world happening. And if anybody just does a, I don't think you have to be a Bible scholar to understand when you read that book that the first country that gets destroyed is called the Whore of Babylon. It's the great traitor nation. It's very obvious to me. It's America. Mm-hmm. And when you think, when I think about how horrible we have become, because of all the things you related today, and and every week, thank God, you guys are such a great show. Um, thank you. We have become a very horrible nation. We don't deserve to to, to exist anymore. We're we're worse than Nazi Germany. They killed six million Jews. We've killed over sixty million uh, children in the abortion chambers of America. Yeah, and and let me let me just weigh in on there, and I'm gonna I'm gonna move on here because I do have some other phone calls. But I will say you have hit on something that has long been a concern of mine, and it was shared with me years ago by one of my teachers and my professors. When you have a backdrop of death, constantly. Uh, you know, essentially, you can call it genocide, whatever you want to call it. 63 million uh, babies dead, legalized uh, since 1973. Yeah. When you have that as a backdrop, it dumbs down everything. It brings down everything in the culture. Because if you can do that, you can do just about anything. So exactly. the rise of other pathologies in the country, whether it's been, you know, the rise of addiction or pornography or, or uh, the callousness that we now see unfolding constantly in politics and across the country and now with the crime problem and all of these things, when you have a backdrop of death, a lot of these other things are very permissible. And that's a whole other show that I really want to get into probably another time. So, George, I do appreciate you mentioning it today, and I'm going to invite you to call back when we get to that program, okay? God bless you. Thanks brother. a lot. You take care. We're talking today about the, uh, the what your favorite, and I'm, of course, I'm being very wry here about your favorite national dumpster fire is. Let me talk briefly here about the Great Reset. And I'm going to come back because we do have three calls I want to get to. Uh, is the Great Reset a conspiracy theory uh, imagining a vast left-wing plan to establish a totalitarian one-world government? That's the question that's asked by Michael Rechtenwald, who writes, What is the Great Reset? And it was picked up by Imprimus magazine. The answer here is no, despite the fact that some people may have spun cons- conspiracy theories based on it, with some reason, as we will see, the Great Reset is real. Indeed, just last year, Klaus Schwab, founder and executive chairman of the World Economic Forum, that's WEF, a famous organization made up of the world's political, economic, and cultural elites that meets annually in Davos, Switzerland, uh, and Thierry Malaret, co-founder and main author of The Monthly Barometer, published a book called COVID-19, The Great Reset. In the book, they define The Great Reset, as a means of addressing the weaknesses of capitalism that were purportedly exposed by the COVID pandemic. The idea of the Great Reset goes back much further, however. It can be traced at least as far back as the inception of this WEF, and it was originally founded as the European Management Forum in 1971. So it goes on here and talks a lot about um, 
stakeholder capitalism, which is different than shareholder capitalism, arguing that the management of a modern enterprise must serve not only shareholders, but all stakeholders to achieve long-term growth and prosperity. And, and I will try to give you a few more snippets of this, but there's a Marxist overtone to a lot of what's happening here. And in theory, and I'm going to tell you how you can get this article, what you've got here is a collection of elites who are contributing, if not outright planning, the destabilization of the West and capitalist nations. Question is, is what we are seeing here on the national scene in these various crises part of that whole story? Is, are, 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 the, are the things falling one by one according to some plan, or is it just chaos? Let's welcome Greg to the program. Greg, you've been hanging on there. I appreciate it. Calling from Springfield. What's on your mind? I appreciate taking the call. <clears throat> you know, Biden, when he first got into office, he did all those executive orders, uh, canceling everything Trump did that was good, and he did it just out of spite. He stopped the wall, which if you've got gutters on your house, they're on there for a reason, so the water comes out where you want it to. Yep. I don't have any problem with people coming in, but you want the people that you want to come in, and you want them to come in where you want them to come in at. Yes. And he stopped that. He got He's got wall laying there that's rusting on the ground that could be put up and it's already been paid for and the construction workers already been paid for. And there's been over two million plus come in that we know about and probably that many that we don't know about. And if they did, if they had COVID, it'd be we it'd be lucky if that's all they had. You know, there's gonna be diseases and, and, and criminals coming in that's gonna destroy this country. We we are being invaded. Right. This country's being invaded. And everybody can you know? be, you know, label us as racist and, you know, capitalists I'm not and, racist. you know, and all it's going to. No, I, I don't believe you are. Uh, but and that's that's the siren call all the time. Well, you know, they've, they've had us taking shots that we don't want to take. They've had us wearing masks that we can't stand to wear and all this stuff. And then they're letting them come right on in and just do whatever, you know. And my, my wife was in Walmart the other day and there was like 50 people in there that was talking language that she didn't even understand and it was kind of like stalking her she had to get a, uh, a security guard to help her to the car it looked like they was going to rob her or something oh that's and they're, unfortunate they're, they're putting them on buses and planes so the border doesn't pile up and just shipping them everywhere right and they're doing this you know uh, under cover of, uh, of of night and uh, in a lot of secret kind of sneaky ways and you have to say well why why if this is such a great I, idea why not make it more public you know it, Everything Biden's done so far is to destroy this country, and it's sad because I love this country. You know, yes. I was in the army. I, you know, I didn't have to go to war, but I, I would have because I was there. And 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 this is this is sad. It's just yeah. sad. Greg, I appreciate you weighing in. Thank you very much for calling mm-hmm. the program. Appreciate yep. you listening too. Let me squeeze yep. one more call in here. Let's try to get Lisa in before the next break here. Lisa, thanks for calling from Miami Township. What's on your mind? Um. I wanted to weigh in on what I think is the fire. Okay. Number one Um, dumpster fire. Counting them down here. (laughs) Um, I think it's we have a compromised president. I think that's been brought up by other callers in a way. But, you know, I think your your reset idea is true. He's one of the global elites right now. And um, we've got three more years of him and then, or even worse, Harris. Um, I don't understand why... He didn't bring up the energy independence of our country and go back to, you know, when Russia invades, what are we doing? We're buying millions of barrels of oil from Iran and Russia. That's stunning, isn't it? (laughs) That is stunning to me. And so the obvious it's obvious that he's compromised. 
um, in some way. It, um, he and you- his son are compromised by their personal wealth that they got out of the Ukraine and China and Russia. I think this is all part of the same plan. Quickly, I'm going to have to go to a break, but let me ask you a quick question here. Do you think he's pulling the strings, or is it somebody like Ron Klain, his chief uh, of staff, or somebody like Obama? Do you think uh, the president is actually running the country or somebody else running it? Oh, I definitely think someone else, and he's just the puppet. Just the puppet. All right. He doesn't know what day it is half the time. I really believe that. I think a lot of people would agree with you. Thank you for calling, Lisa. I appreciate it. We're going to go to break here and come back, and we may be able to squeeze one more call in. More still ahead. Thank you for being here today and catching all of this. You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob. Gloria's away. She will be back with us uh, next week. But we've been talking today a little bit about the Great Reset and a lot about the National Dumpster Fire Sale. (laughs) I'm sorry. I have a long career in retail. Uh, But we've been talking about what your number one concern is right now going on. We just have a little bit of time. I'm going to tell you here real quick how you can get hold of this article. And I'm going to come back to this in the future. But Imprimus is a publication of Hillsdale College. You just look them up on the Internet. You can find Imprimis, I-M-P-R-I-M-I-S. And the article, What is the Great Reset by Michael Rechtenwald, appeared in Imprimis if you want to get hold of that and check it out. Since I've invited people to call, I want to hear from them. And uh, Tom here has been very patient calling from Lima. Hey, Tom, you're up. And, uh, again, pithy and succinct. What do you got for me? Hey, uh, the Keystone Pipeline, your thoughts on that? And who is Benny from that being shut down because it surely is not the American people. Uh, quickly, I'll just give you my, uh, my, my general sense of energy policy. The Keystone Pipeline in any production, whether it was up in Anwar or any of these other places, is a good thing. The problem with an awful lot of progressive thought is making the perfect the enemy of the good. This utopian vision that somehow a nation can turn on a dime and change its energy. I learned this lesson from my brother years ago who was in an engineering firm, and he talked about how we used to burn wood to stay warm, then we burned coal, then we used oil, then we used different things. Things change over time. Right now, the market is built around oil, and it will be for the long, you know, continuous future, and Keystone Pipeline was a great thing. Aside from the jobs that are attached to it right now, the fact that our country had oil independence gave us all kinds of national security because that's where the technology is today. If the market changes and solar and windmills and gosh knows what down the road improves things and we're doing that in 50 years, that's fantastic. But we're not there today. That's my riff on that. I've got time. Uh, well, let's see. We're almost out. I'm going to have to get Lori here in 15 seconds or so. Lori. Fire away. What is your national concern? My national concern, I think, is them using technology to break into our voting machines. I see. So the vulnerability of... Blue wave. 
yes, I, I can see that being a concern, and, and uh, I'm going to thank you for your call. I'm going to have to wrap up here and, and get out, but okay. thank you very Enjoy much. Your day. Thank you. you too. The whole issue of electronic voting is concerned a lot of people. We see hacks all the time, major companies in, in the world who are supposed to be able to protect data and they're not able to. Uh, I'm not going to cast a wide aspersion on the voting machines, but I've always wondered uh, what kind of corruption could happen through those electronic means. We are out of time. We are going to come back to this uh, topic again. Uh, fear not, but I appreciate you listening today to, the, to this. To everything, there is a season, a time to every purpose under the heaven, and it is time for us to go. Remember, dear friends, seek grace in every step you take. Reach out to someone around you and offer them a kind word or a hand. For Gloria Shanahan, for our producers and everyone who makes the show possible, we thank you for spending some time with us today. You've been listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Have a blessed week. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.